So Jeff and I were now seasoned veterans of uh, the road. We had been traveling together for, uh, gosh, I don't know how long now, a couple weeks at least. And um, we were uh, we're getting a little tired. You know, we'd done a lot of safaris. We'd done the um, Serengeti and we flew to southern Tanzania. So two safaris there. And then we flew to Rwanda and, um, you know, drove up to... Um, Uganda and and you know saw the the mountain gorillas in two different areas and then we um for our next thing we we flew into uh Johannesburg on our way to um Botswana and we were going to another safari so we were we were going to the Okavango Delta which I had heard about from some of my dad's uh college friends uh the Kuipers um and uh you know they had showed me pictures and everything and the, this delta did look just phenomenally beautiful and so that's uh so when i planned this whole africa trip out um you know i went a little crazy on the safaris but hey why not <laughs> um looking back on it i probably would have uh added another one i i should have gone we should have seen the um chimpanzees uh, we should have done that, but, um, anyway, okay, so here we go, October 23rd through the 24th, flew to Mound and not, and met our group, um, Gerd and Shell from Oslo, Eagle from Oslo, Phil from England, works in the oil industry in eastern Russia, and Mike from London, good group. Then flew to Okavango Delta, very green and in the middle of nothing but dry. The largest untouched inland delta in the world. Got in these narrow dugout boats called Makoros and driven by a pole in the back. We pulled, um, you know, driven or guided, um, he pulled us all over the place through grass, papyrus, lily pads, in between little islands that had elephants, red lechers, which are gazelle, giraffe, and giraffe. The water is only two to five feet deep, clean, and you can see right through to the sandy bottom. Tons of birds, marabou crane, yellow bill crane, fisher eagle, kingfisher, which hovers and then strikes, geese, Purple heron, egrets, great kingfishers, many, many others, and lots. And best of all, the Pell's Fisher Owl. Huge alien-like black eyes. Never seen anything like it. The days of going, um, two days of going in the Makoro and sleeping outside in tents. Great service and food. Mike and Phil tipped over and had to buy new camera gear big event so far we also get out for a got out for a swim in a deep section flew back to mound today um on october 25th and now we are driving to moraimi reserve uh october 25th through october 29th went to moraimi and Sava, savuti game reserves it was pretty slow going in Moraimi. We set up our tents and had some good dinners and drinks around the campfire. 
we had a hyena in camp one night. The next night, a big elephant and a small adder, poisonous um, snake, under Gerd and Shell's tent the next morning. Most of the drivers were around a, um, most of the drives were around a um, river, a long river. Very pretty, but not much game. We did see some lions, a male with females, um, some with cubs, and a lone female eating a water buck. Also, a small crocodile with a goose in its mouth. Lots of crocs, hippos, and a lot of bird life, especially fish eagles. Drove four hours to Savuti yesterday. Very sandy road, almost got stuck a few times. Very sandy country here. In the afternoon game drive at Savuti, we saw a leopard in a tree with an impala, and then later we saw her take a steel bock up another tree in her mouth. We also saw her jump from one branch to another about six feet up. Incredible. We saw two big cheetahs. They were talking to the cubs far away. They make a bird-like whistle. Really weird. Had a big lightning storm that night, and a lion came to visit at night about 30 yards from our tent. I could hear her roaring. Feel it more like, more like it. Also sighing and groaning. She was there for about one hour. The next day, no one but Jeff believed me, but the guide found the tracks and confirmed it. I did not need anyone to confirm it. It's not something you mistake. I could even hear lions from both directions from miles away answering her calls. Today we saw a lion pride with three-week-old cubs. They were very, very small and bopping around. We also saw two big males attack a lone female. Sad, but interesting. Saw the leopard and the cheetah again. Two more days left. It's an incredible experience, but I am getting tired. Looking forward to surfing. I need to get in shape. I've been eating too much and sitting on my butt. The group has been good, and the conversations have been interesting. October 30th through November 3rd. Drove to Chobe and set up camp for the first time. Saw a lot of elephants with some small babies. Great sunset that night. Next day saw some big lions and went on a sundowner cruise on the river. Saw some great baboons, birds, and hundreds of elephants. It was really quite a sight to see all those elephants grazing on the grass as the sun went down. Picked up camp for the last time the next day and arrived in the um, something lodge in Victoria Falls, Zimbabwe. That afternoon, that afternoon, Vic Falls is very small and you are assaulted by the vendors as you walk around. Things are not so good in Zimbabwe these days. Went to see the falls in the afternoon. Very hot, very beautiful, but only running at about half capacity at the moment. Saw where they bungee jump. I was very tempted, but something told me not to do it. Don't like putting my life in the hands of people I don't know. That night, the group ate at Boma's, a traditional African place with tribal dancing and all the game we had been seeing. Weird to eat it. The warthog and ostrich were the best. Next day, Jeff and I rafted the Zambezi. Very pleasing and surprising way to end the trip. It was great. There were 20 plus rapids. 
five of which were class five, the highest, and many more fours and threes. We only capsized once, and it was fun. I fell out another time. The water was the perfect temp. Also got to jump in and float at times with the Crocs and all. On my way to Cape Town now, just say goodbye to Jeff. It was great he could join me, and I think he really enjoyed it. Well, time to start the next adventure. Surfing in two weeks. Wow, so those uh, journal entries have jogged a ton of memories. <laughs> that was October 23rd to November 4th, or 3rd. So I am just going to try to, uh, uh, I will just talk about my memories. And, you know, it's the, it's the end of a working day here, so I'm, I'm not able to, um, to try to make this entertaining for the listener. <laughs> um, all of my, uh, any writing skills that I have or literary skills I have are not with me at the moment. So I am just going to uh, freeform uh, uh, my memories here. <laughs> so um, we flew from uh, Ru- uh, Rwanda, Kigali to uh, Jayburg, Johannesburg. And then we got on a plane from there. And I definitely remember that plane because, and by the way, we were flying from Jayburg, South Africa to um, Mon. Botswana, which is the capital of Botswana, I believe. And I remember getting in this plane, and it was this old Soviet Union plane. It was white, and it was like falling apart. And it was the weirdest looking thing I'd ever seen. It was a jet, but unlike any jet that we'd ever seen. And as you, you know, as you're sitting in this thing, you're just like, oh my God, I mean, I hope it still works. Um, so there must have been some connection with Botswana and um, the Russians, the Soviets, back in the Cold War. But uh, so anyway, we met um, this group and we were on another safari. And this time we had a couple guides and um, they, we had, they had a couple of, well, I think we only had one vehicle and a big trailer. And uh, every night we would set up our tents, just like Jeff and I had done um, on the Serengeti in Tanzania. And... Um, this was kind of fun because, um, you know, we had a, a group to be with. Um, and uh, so I remember that um, we had to also take a very tiny plane from Mon to the Okavanga Delta, which, you know, always scares the shit out of me. But it was such a beautiful area. You fly. Uh, it's all very dry in Botswana. It's like sandy. It's the desert. And... Um, and by the way, they 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 discovered diamonds in Botswana. So they, Botswana was doing a okay. Not like you would it would look nice, you know. I mean, people's homes that we saw weren't anything special. They were kind of like in the sticks, but people didn't have you know they were as a country they were not destitute, um, and they had done a very good job preserving their um, their wildlife, and that's why it was on the. Uh, the uh, you know wealthy Westerner uh, circuit, um, but this Delta is if you ever seen Planet Earth, they talk they show it, and that's where they have the wild dogs in the Planet Earth episode, and <clears throat> it what happens is you know when it rains up in the north, all the water flows down south into this huge Delta. And the water is filtered through the grass and the sand, and it's just crystal clear. And um, 
anyway, I remember when we when we got off our small plane and they picked us up and they drove us to our little camp that um, by then, you know, they the folks we were with, it was their first safari. And Jeff and I were like, you know, we're, they would stop the truck for like these gazelle, you know, and Jeff and I are just like, you know, another gazelle, big deal, you know, or giraffe or, you know, we, we were like, we'd seen it all by then. We were veterans. Show us something, uh, show us something exciting. But um, what we would do uh, at this camp is they would take us in these little narrow wooden boats. So there'd be two of us and then a guy in the back and he had a pole and he, and we would, they would push us through this Delta and you would see, um, thankfully we didn't see any hippos because that was very dangerous actually. If you see a hippo in the water, you're, you're basically dead because they, and don't get between a hippo and water, you will be dead because they are mean and they will kill people um, because the water is their sanctuary and they will not stand for anything to um, uh, uh, be threatening to them. But anyway, we didn't see any hippos, thank God. But we saw um, elephants and giraffes and they'd all be on these little islands that you'd, you'd float by and, and there were tons of birds. That was the, the thing about the Delta. All this incredible bird life and these uh, little um, fisher, um, they would, you know, kingfishers, they just hover above the water and and then they'd strike something and we, we saw this really cool owl that we had to walk to it because they discovered it from afar and it had these like huge black eyes and and uh, I remember learning about the local um, uh, bark and everything that was kind of like, you know, had medicinal properties like aspirin and and uh, learning about all that and uh, uh, and then those two guys, Phil and Mike, fell in there. They were kind of big guys and they tipped over the Makoro and out they went and it's all pretty exciting and swimming around there where they fell out. It was really cool just to go in there and the water was so clear. And um, anyway, then we then we took that little tiny plane out back out again and um, they had to ferry us because there's only room for like two or three of us. So, you know, you had to take turns. But um, then we got uh, then we drove to a couple different parks. And um, like I mentioned, the first one wasn't too exciting, but, um, you know, we did see some lions there and, and more birds that Moremi and then that Savuti was really cool. And, and I, I forget if this was Moremi or Savuti, but having that, um, uh, elephant come into camp at night was pretty exciting. <laughs> and, uh, everybody got out of their chairs. We're all sitting around the campfire and this elephant, I think had kind of come up to the table where we had food and he was having a little uh, buffet and, uh, you know, the guides got up and we all got up and we're like trying to shoot away and everything. Um, you know, elephant doesn't really care much about people our our size, um, but a, 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 a hyena came into camp one night, and um, and then it, but that Savuti was pretty neat. We saw some really cool stuff there. The um, the leopard was way cool because it was this beautiful leopard. And he just looked at you, and I have great photos of him. But we saw him climb up the tree with a gazelle in its mouth. And this gazelle is like three times its size, and this this cat just jumps up the tree and and like it's nothing. I mean, the the strength of this animal is really something. And he sits up in that tree, and he's got this antelope up in the tree. They stash their food up there, so it's kind of like this morbid sight. You got this uh, beautiful creature up there, and then you've got this, you know, this antelope and its legs are hanging over, and it's you know it's dead and. Um, 
But uh, we saw these uh, cheetahs, which are my favorite, and they were big, healthy-looking cheetahs. And um, you could see them so clearly because they were contrasted with the sand and the desert. And um, But they were talking to their cubs in the bush, and they, they talked like birds. Um, and then when we saw those lions with their little babies, like three weeks old uh, lion cubs, that was cool because they were just, you know, bouncing around and and um, it's very pretty. It was really early in the morning and I just remember setting up these camps. We'd, we'd set up our tent and I remember one time there was a baboon there um, and these baboons, it's really weird that like this, this guy would look at us, but if you looked at him in the eye... He, his nervous habit was to grab his, his you-know-what and start, like, fondling it. <laughs> it was really weird. And um, But the exciting thing on one of those nights was um, this lioness came and sat next to our tent, like, about 30 yards away. And, um, and you could hear it. I mean, and your imagination goes wild. And, um, you know, you're thinking about the guides telling you, oh, they, they can't distinguish between you and the tent so you're safe and but I mean that really tests your faith let me tell you and Jeff was like just not even snoring but breathing too loudly I had to like wake him up because I was afraid that he would that you know this lioness would um, would uh, would would come in our tent it was pretty freaky and you could hear it calling you know like to its um, (coughs) its kin um, you know, like a mile away and you could hear um, it's, uh, uh, you know, other lions responding to it. And something else we saw on that trip were these, um, what a, a female lion um, crossed her territory. And what they figure happened is as a group they crossed and for whatever reason she got left behind or was the only one who didn't make it out. Maybe she was attacked and there were these two male lions and we saw this face off of this female facing off against these two males and she had this just vicious look on her face and she was making these gnarly just you know baring her teeth and and these um males were essentially slowly killing her they would and we didn't see them strike her but they had before we got there And uh, everybody was like, what can you do? You know, asking the guide, you know, should we do anything? And, you know, and the guide said, hey, you know, no, it wouldn't be wild if we did, (laughs) which I always thought was pretty interesting. Um, And uh, what else? We saw saw a lot of cool stuff. Oh, then we went to um, Chobe, which is another park in Botswana, and it's on this big river. And it's all about the elephants. And... um, one night there, we did this. Um, they're always big on the um, sundowners, so you you go park the jeep somewhere, and the sun sets, and you have a cocktail, which we had done at the um, Southern Tanzania too. But um, I remember we saw this lion uh, family walking, and you know, a ways, and walk right past us, and then we we got out right there and watched the sun go down, and like the birds were. Um, were the swallows were you know flying over and and there was this huge ball of orange as the sun set it was just really pretty 
And um, anyway, just memories, a lot of memories from Botswana. It was it was really beautiful. And then we were done. Then we went. We ended up in Zimbabwe, and um, we went to the falls, which are gorgeous. But there wasn't a lot. There was probably like half full, but still pretty, very pretty. And then we did that. Uh, Jeff and I did that rafting trip down the Zimb- Zambezi River, and that was something because those rapids were huge. I mean. Anything you've done in California, um, you know, multiply that by like five, you know, or more and and just huge rapids, you know, and you're, you're seeing this thing come at you and you're like, how the hell are we going to get through that? And one of them, we didn't, you know, I mean, we just knocked us on, out of the raft and um, there's crocodiles in that river. So it's kind of weird, like you're, you know, you're, you're out of the raft and there's crocodiles in there. Um, and they have this huge bridge there and, and p- some people were bungee jumping and I, I decided maybe not the best place to do it. Um, but one thing, I'll, a couple just random stories. So with that, Mike and Phil, we would we would play cards every night. And um, and this Phil guy was a really funny guy from England. And um, he worked in the oil industry as an accountant in um, Sakhalin. And and this is a big Russian um, concession with Exxon, and so he worked for Exxon and made a ton of money, but he had to live in in uh, Sakhalin. So he was kind of like a I guess you'd say a a, a mercenary kind of in a way, you know. But um, anyway, we had fun. But I remember getting so upset at them because I am not the fastest um, thinker and I'm not very quick at cards. <laughs> And they had made some comments about it. And I, I felt really bad about myself. And it's just one of those learning things, you know, where you say, I was saying, you learn a lot about yourself when you travel because you, you put yourself in different situations than you normally do. And um, anyway, I remember getting all upset about that. But I was so insecure. Anyway, now, you know, just a learning lesson. There's no, there's no point really in getting insecure is, is the way I feel about it. But um, another story about uh, Botswana, or actually Zimbabwe, when we got to Zimbabwe, they're all, it was very poor, much more poor than, than we had seen in Botswana, uh, kind of similar to those shanty towns in, um, in Africa, but maybe even in uh, Tanzania, but maybe even a little worse because, you know, more of a city and, um, and the economy was just in tatters as it still is. Um, Mugabe and all that, but um, so people were really hawking the, their their wares, and um, you know Jeff was returning home, and he wanted to get some stuff for his girlfriend and his girlfriend's kids, and his uh, his nephews and and niece, and 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 so they have all these little like um, carved animals out of wood, you know, like giraffes and everything, and. Um, you know, uh, ebony bowls and, uh, you know, cloth and pictures and blah, blah, blah. And so I'll never forget this little guy was just really aggressive with Jeff. And um, for like two days, they negotiated, they haggled. And um, what was on the table were Jeff's shoes, the ones he had purchased in um, um, uh, uh, Arusha, Tanzania. You know, there was nothing special about these shoes. They were tennis shoes that were almost falling apart. 
But this kid was so poor that what was on, you know, so there was money being discussed for these wares <laughs> and the shoes were the kicker that was going to put the deal over the edge. And I was telling Jeff, I'm like, dude, how can you do that to this guy? You know, but he was a willing player and all this. And he kept chasing Jeff around for two days. And so finally they did a deal and Jeff got all this, all the crap, you know, the not crap, but uh, you know, his souvenirs and um, the kid got some money and Jeff's uh, worn out shoes, but, but were new to this kid. So when you think about, uh, your financial situation and you you worry about it think about that <laughs> and um, yeah anyway so that was the end of our of our trip and it was really sad because um, Jeff and I really had a great time and we got along really well except for when we argued about Microsoft being Monopoly um, and um, we saw so many cool things that um, so few people will ever see, and we saw them together. And you know, I, I always remember um, sitting around the campfire, or at the end of the day, having a beer, killy killy time, as we'd call it, or having cocktails with uh, the other folks on our trip, and um, just the stuff we saw, the the beauty uh, and the wildlife was just. You know, words really don't do it justice. It was truly special, and um, but uh, but Jeff had a great time, and he was ready to get home. And um, you know, I think we were both ready to uh, to move on. We we we'd seen a lot, <laughs> and I was moving on to uh, the next portion of my trip, which was all about learning how to surf. <laughs> <laughs> 